0: Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, The Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on The Jason Walker Show. He is freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now.
1: The NAI Hall of Famer, Mike Van joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be... good golfers. That's all they have time for. They don't work
2: out, they don't lift weights, (laughs) they don't do anything else, they might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun.
0: And from across the country,
1: Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show.
0: end of the day, remember, it's your show, it's got your name on it. How we our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Well, technical difficulties
1: are always fun to start the week. Welcome. Jason Walker, show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, we're going to talk to Kyle Mihelich, Capital High football coach. Bruins are rolling in the double-A right now. And a big, big game this week in the Garden City. We'll talk to Kyle Mihelich. Also going to... Uh, uh, recap the weekend here in a second. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, and much more. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com, our Twitter handle, at Sports, and our uh, email, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can also call in or text 406-209-1267. Uh, also, uh, what else is coming up this week? Scott Evans, Alex uh, Eshelman, Dan Oliver, Sentinel coach, will join us and uh, Rebecca Harris, athlete, professional athlete, and uh, author, will join us as well. So, just uh, some of the stuff coming up uh, this week uh, here on the show. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, and uh, we did. We were down in Dillon, and uh, called it the uh, Southern Oregon Montana Western game. Holy cow! Western's defense is good, and so is their offense. It's pretty. They're pretty good. Oh, man, they looked uh, just a stomping. Was it 38-7 of Southern Oregon, who came in on a roll and with a really good quarterback. But uh, Western's defense held Matt Strzok in check, and, man, it was a fun game to call. Hope you got to see it on uh, SWX Montana or uh, Montana Western uh, page as well. So lots of uh, good stuff. Phil Willett. Good dude talk with and uh, call the game with, so that was fun. But uh, we had a good time down there. Um, and then got back, just hung out with the kiddo on Sunday. Wife was out of town, so it was just uh, just her, uh, the little one and I. And we had a lot of fun. Stay in our jammies all day. Some days you just got to do that, right? Just, you have to. Uh, let's see, what else did we do over the weekend? That was about it. Uh, my mom and my niece were here. Uh, Friday night and Saturday, so that was fun, and uh, yeah, so good times. I think we have listeners in Romania right now, I believe, my son and some of his crew listening over in uh, Eastern Europe, we'll call it, I don't know exactly where where the hell they are, but um, he'll be home in the States this week, I believe or next week, I believe, so that's cool. Uh, so we say hi to our members of the U.S. Army listening overseas right now. Um, appreciate you. All of you. Let's see. Had a good week in predictions. Holy cow. It was a good week. Go oh, get your uh, Auto Concepts uh, Performance of the Week nominees in, if you so choose, on the Twitter, Facebook. You can tweet us uh, or uh, call and text as well. Uh, there was some great performances, high school, college, and, man, we are uh, we start playoffs this week in the smaller divisions of Montana high school football. You've got uh, soccer championships coming up in a couple of weeks. I believe I'll be calling a soccer championship and also um, a football championship in November. So good stuff. I can't do volleyball. I was kind of bummed. I'd love to go down to uh, the All-Class Day Volleyball Tournament if they get to do it all at one spot again. I have no idea. Who knows, day by day, right? Uh, But we had a good week on our predictions. Nine and one. The only one we lost was Eastern Oregon losing at home to Rocky. And I don't, I mean, Rocky's five and one. They're 19th in the latest uh, NAI coaches poll. And really it's all because of one guy. Nathan Dick is so good. And he's a nominee for Player the uh, performance of the week from Auto Concepts as well because, man, oh, man, he did awesome. Leading a big uh, win 34-17 out at uh, Eastern Oregon to stay on top of the frontier standings. And it's surprising. I don't think there wasn't many people that thought Rocky was going to be on top. Everybody picked Eastern Oregon, at least on the coaches poll. I think Rocky was picked down in the middle of the pack, if I remember right. But, man, big win there. Uh, College of Idaho at Tech, we got that one right. Uh, it didn't look like it was going to be right for a while as Montana Tech controlled that game and then actually led 20-7 and lost 28-23. to 23. College of Idaho came back, got a uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown with uh, just about two minutes to go and got the win uh, at Tech. Uh, let's see, what else in the uh, Mon- uh, Carroll College beating MSU Northern 34 nothing. We got that one right. Dixie State at Montana, we got that one right. We've called 38-14. It was 31-14. Grizz struggled. Grizz struggled. That offense, is, um, that offense has some is some issues over there in Missoula. Chris Brown, salvageable first start. Cal Poly at Montana State, uh, we picked the Cats 42-10. to It was 45-7. We're getting really good with the scores. Um. Got uh, we'll start at the beginning with Capital rolling forty eight to six. We picked forty two to ten. We picked Helena High over Flathead fifty six seven. It was fifty one nothing. The the one we got aside right, but the score was bad. Uh, Corvallis beating East Helena fifty five zip. We were not close on that score. Uh, Jefferson at big timber, uh, big win there for the Panthers. Columbus at Townsend Townsend getting a big win. We picked 38-28. It was 43-22. So we go nine and one this week, and and now 40 and 20 overall, which is good. I like it. I'm happy with that. So after a four and six week and a five and five week, we needed to get back into the mix, and we are. So, uh, did you see Mark Few from Gonzaga? And I know we talk a lot about Montana sports, mostly all of it, but Gonzaga after Mark Few's uh, DUI arrest earlier this year. Uh, Gonzaga's going to suspend him for two exhibition games and the first game of the season, which is against Dixie State. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, that same Dixie State that just lost to the Grizz. Like, easy Gonzaga. Uh, Rick Jordan, great, great basketball mind, tweeted back. He's like, man, one game against Dixie sure sends the consequence message. And I asked uh, Coach Jordan, I said, what would you have done? He said, five games and a week of practice. Can you say Uber? He should have. I think they should have suspended Mark Few for a couple of conference games. He'll be back for the game against Texas. But, oh, well. <laughs> right? Fun stuff. All right, let's run through your uh, the latest 406mtsports.com power poll. Voted on by uh, 406mtsports.com sports writers. You no, know, they should ask me what I think too. Does anybody care what I think though? Maybe I don't know. Um, let's see. Starting the Double A. Sentinel on top. West two, Capital three, four is Butte, five is Helena. Four of the top five teams in the state, according to 406mtsports.com, sit in the Western Double A. which is pretty accurate. I mean, the West, aside from West, is loaded. In Class A, it's Hamilton, Laurel, Billing Central, Polson, and Whitefish. Class B, Florence Carlton, number one, Townsend, moves up to two, Big Fork up to three, Columbus drops two to four. Then Malta, Glasgow, Eureka, Fairfield, Jefferson, and Red Lodge. So the only movement was between two and three and four. Eight-man, Drummond, Phillipsburg, Thompson Falls, Sims, Culbertson, Fort Benton, your top five. Fort Benton, fall in three spots. Scobie, Joliet, Belt, Sheridan, and then Chinook and Park City tie for 10th. And 6 man is Freud Lake, Whitesaw for Springs, Bridger, Power and Brady, Shields Valley, Richie Lambert, Hot Springs, Denton, Geyser, Stanford, Grass Range win it, Big Sandy, and then broadview Levina after a loss drops 3-10. to ten. And it's kind of funny, so my dad used to be uh, with the superintendent um, at Broadview-Levina, or at Levina, when their football team was not good, and then he left and they got good, and then he was just at Grass Range, and they didn't even have a football team, and now they're good. With Denton-Geyser-Stanford, Grass Range winning. it. So I don't know if my dad set the legacy and then, you see what I'm saying? Um for for them to be good. He built the foundation. Is that is that what we call it? <laughs> oh man. Okay. That's your rankings. Where else were we gonna uh oh Auto contest Performance of the Week nominees. There's a bunch. Zach Cruz, four touchdowns, Joey McAlotti, four touchdowns, Caden Hewitt a couple of touchdowns. Although the headline <laughs> I don't know if you read the blitz, 406 emptysportscom I just love to point out uh, editing errors. So, this is the headline. Caden Hewitt ran for a touchdown and scored another on the ground. Huh? <laughs> what? Uh, hell and defense had three touchdowns. Isaiah Clanch, three touchdowns for West. Uh, let's see. Uh, Reed Harris with a few uh, three touchdown strikes for Great Falls High. Jay Stenson, another big game. Uh, Garrett Dalkey of Gallatin, five touchdown passes last week. Uh, Chase Tucker ran for four touchdowns in the Corvallis win over East Helena. Um, Eli Quinn with three touchdown passes for their Frenchtown. Jarrett Wilson, 15 of 18 passing, 301 yards, five touchdowns, ran for a sixth for Polson, 88-yard touchdown run. Um, Jarrett Wilson might be the best player in the state of Montana. Forget quarterback, he might be the best player, football player in the state of Montana. Um, Man, Isaiah Roth, Seven touchdowns for Columbia Falls, an 81 nothing romping of the Indians of Browning. Man, Patrick Wallin, four touchdown passes for Big Fork. Skyler Quinzer, three touchdowns for Red Lodge. Um, T- uh, Connor Tuss, three touchdowns to for Malta passing. Some good, good stuff, as always. This would have been a great game in Eight Man to be at. Drummond Fellowsburg held off Charlo in overtime, 38 to 36. That's a pretty good game right there. Michael Leach, 121 rushing yards and a couple of touchdowns for Sims in their win over Fort Benton. Wyatt Hamilton with four touchdowns. Jake Gauthier with uh, four touchdown passes. All of those to Hamilton. Park City's big win. Um, Man, five touchdowns and 217 yards passing for Big Sandy's Braden Klein. Some great football being played. And, you know, if you want to submit volleyball and soccer stuff, you absolutely can. We we love that. So feel free. Um, Anytime you want. College-wise, there was some good stuff. Uh, Nate Dick, we talked about him. Four touchdowns, 224 yards passing, 123 on the ground. John Jund was just as good, 164 yards passing and two touchdowns. Also ran for one for Western and 101 yards rushing. Duncan Kraft of Carroll with 155 yards and a touch. Nate Simpkins was unbelievable for Montana Western. He had eight catches for 64 yards and two touchdowns. Nate Simpkins is now one touchdown reception from tying the all-time school record in touchdown receptions at Western. Yeah. Trevor Hoffman with uh, seven catches, 93 yards for Tech. You had defenses unbelievable. Uh, Rex Irby of Carroll, pretty good golfer too. Right? Right? Eight tackles, half a sack, two TFLs, and now uh, interception. Uh, Braden Swank of Western, four pass breakups. Yeah, it was, there was good stuff. And then you look at the Cats and the Grizz. I mean, the Cats had pretty balanced. Tommy Malott scoring his first touchdown in a Bobcat uniform. How cool is that? So funs fun stuff. So get your nominees in for Auto Concepts Performance of the Week at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can call in or text 406-209-1267. Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. We'll take a break, we'll come back, and when we return, we'll talk about Capital's big win, led by Joey Michelotti, and that Capital High Defense, which is traditionally good and great. This year is amazing. And we'll talk to Kama Hellish about that. When we return, Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center, Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. I'm watching videos last night. You get in those wormholes and just seeing all these car wrecks on TV or on uh, YouTube videos or whatever, and makes me think like Capital Collision Center would fix every single one of those and make them look like it just came off the lot because that's what they do, and they do it better than anybody in the state. Capital Collision Center Manufacturer certified because they care about you and your family. Get in there, Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Your Montana Rodeo Roundup's still coming up and much more here on the Chase and Walker Show. But when will we return, Capital Coach Kyle Hellish. Hang on. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get it home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out autoconceptshelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. I have no idea what that was. All right, Jason Walker Show back. This segment brought to you by Rucker's Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. I told you about the kitchen table we got at Rucker's. We have a lot of great products from Rucker's, a rocking chair with an ottoman, uh, we got a new bed for the little one last week and got it all set up so that was uh, uh, cool so stop in it's a great mattress too she's not sleeping in it yet because she refuses but it's comfortable so i might start sleeping in there anyway stop by rocker's furniture if you need anything they are, uh, oh man fantastic make the quality choice for your home at rocker's furniture 1010 you born helena that's what we do um all right just saw this, Um, Providence soccer has been cancelled for the second week in a row due to COVID at the University of Providence in Great Falls. Now, last week, the uh, Argo volleyball against Carroll was postponed. Now, the Cascade and the Frontier are two different entities, but they run the same thing. Now, if if you can't play because of COVID, it's a forfeit. And that's what's happening to Argo Soccer, men and women. Two weekends in a row. But volleyball, because they're ranked in the top ten in the nation, somehow was able to finagle the frontier and whoever to go ahead and reschedule against Carroll because volleyball right now is better than soccer on the campus of Providence. How... This goes back to to the Frontier and golf in the spring when they screwed over the Carroll women and the Rocky men for not getting a waiver to get to the NAI Nationals, but damn it, football did. See where certain things lie and what importance certain things take in the Frontier Conference? Depending on how good the teams are, and how much of a chance they have to win a national championship we're going to reschedule that crap and this isn't on the girls this isn't this is nothing this is straight up in higher higher academia i guess what a joke all right let's take a break capital high not t- literally take a break we'll move off change subject capital high football is on a roll 5 and 2 Steamrolling the competition, and a lot of it is because of the defense for the Bruins. Joining us now to talk about another big win is the head coach of Capital. His name is Kyle Mahelish, and he joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, it's uh, always a pleasure to chat with you, especially. Win. What a big uh, put on the on the scoreboard Friday night. Uh, it got to be pretty exciting to look back at that one.
2: Yeah, it's always great to be on. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, – you know, I thought we came out and played a real solid first half. Uh, we kind of sputtered in the third quarter a little bit. Uh, and then we uh, kind of finished them off in the fourth. We were able to get a lot of guys playing time. Uh, but, yeah, we kind of jumped out 28-0 there. And then they scored 28-6. But they are – You know, they don't have a lot of numbers, but if they had an offensive line, I would think that Hellgate would probably be one of the better teams in the state with Connor Dick. I think he's probably the best quarterback we've seen to date. Uh, He's quick. He's agile. He can move around. Um, Our D-line struggled tackling him at times, Um, but Finch and Polardi are darn good as well.
1: Well, that was a big concern you had last week, but uh, obviously you uh, you held them in check pretty uh, pretty good and better than a lot of teams have this year.
2: Well, we did some things to take away Finch and Florney, so we did play some coverage scheme stuff. We kind of left our box. I don't want to say empty, but you know we had five in the box, four downs, and one linebacker. So the big reason why they're able to, he was able to scramble around on us a little bit. But well, we said, you know, we got to pick our poison. I mean, and so we want to take away the the quick targets of uh, Flaherty and Finch there, and I guess we'll make the quarterback beat us.
1: Well, he couldn't, as uh, that defense is uh, just keep, gets, keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And aside from the six points, it uh, uh, could have been another shutout. But as good as we have, uh, I mean, that defense does. Do they keep getting better week by week?
2: Well, I think the one thing about our defense is they're consistent. They don't,
4: you know, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They
2: don't give up a lot of big plays. Uh, they, they just kind of stay at you, and it's, you know, they're physical. They run to the ball. They have good team, good uh, defensive team speed. Uh, so, you know, those are kind of bad combinations for offenses when you you can have those tangibles that not everybody has. And you know, they work together. They communicate. They they're smart kids. They schematically get what's going on. Uh, they ask good questions. They you know it's it's a fun group to coach.
1: Well, uh, it, it appears so as you guys are off to a four and one start in the West with uh, five and two overall. Kyle Mahel is joining us, Capital High football coach. Uh let's move over to that offensive side. Joey Michelotti, uh three touchdown passes, one on the ground, uh Dylan Graham with a uh, one of each and uh I mean this is an offense that has gelled it appears and and uh yeah, I mean Hellgate's not Sentinel, who we'll talk about in a second, but you still got to play and beat the teams on your schedule, and and whoever's sitting across from you on that uh, on that football field. And, and Joey did really well on Friday night.
2: No, well, Joey, yeah, he continues to get better every week. You know, and on, like I said last week, credit to the offensive coaches; they develop a, schemes for and uh, things that that he's going to be successful at, as well as the the other guys on our offensive side. You know, our offense is becoming more consistent. Uh, you know, coming out of Butte and then obviously Hellgate. Um, Glacier, we struggled a little bit. But that was, you know, kind of early Joey's first start, making some mistakes. And, you know, now, you know, we have our quarterback in a sense, and he, he's uh, in the huddle and commanding the huddle. And I think the guys are a little more comfortable with what's going on and they're familiar with one another. Um, and, you know, we do good things when we – I don't say we, you can play entirely mus- – mistake-free football, but when we limit our mistakes, we're okay, and then, uh, you know, like in Glacier, when we get holding penalties, we're working out a second and 22, and then third and 25, and that's not a good formula for any offense, so, you know, we got to stay consistent and not getting penalties.
1: That is the key at any level of football is penalties as we talk with capital football coach Kyle Mihalich on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, at Sentinel this week, your final road trip of the regular season, uh, you guys are in really good position, um, coach, in the standings. Um, But aside from all of that, this is a good football team you're going to go play on Friday night in the Garden City. Uh, What makes Sentinel so good considering how much talent they lost from last year?
2: Well, they you know they they just kind of reloaded i i, I could say that they're probably not the talent level that they were last year. That team was pretty tremendous when you have you know ten or twelve guys that go off to play college football. That doesn't happen very often on a team mm-hmm. uh they're they're big, they're physical. uh the crew and everything runs through crews. um you know he didn't play quarterback last year, but boy, he looks fluid doing it. i mean they'll they'll run him on quarterback counters they'll they'll bootleg, they'll sprint him out. Uh, he's all over the play We're on quarterback power with him, so they do quite a few things. And you know, he plays defensive end on defense. That's you know, kind of a scary thing for a head coach. If I were Oliver, I'd be a little worried about that. Right. But the kid is the kid is a physical animal. I mean, he is impressive, and they have some good role players around him. I mean, they, you know, they do have some speed on the perimeter. A lot of those kids play two ways in the secondary. Uh, but, yeah, they're just an all-around good football team. They have a solid running game with, obviously, him and a couple other backs, but, no, it's going to be a handful for us.
1: Compare Cruz to somebody else that you've played this year, if you can.
2: No, I don't think he can. I mean, he's a, he's a very unique young man. I mean, he's just tall and, you know, 210 pounds, and he's physical, but yet also he has some finesse where he can work the pocket and, Throw the ball around, and he delivers good throws. And no, he's impressive. I, I yeah, I don't think there's another kid like quarterback-wise in the in the double A that's like him. Kyle Mahelis
1: joining us, Jason Walker show. And what about their defense? Because they continue to roll too. And and again, you've got Cruz playing D N, which like you said, that's a scary proposition. But this is a team that has a lot of confidence over the last couple of years, and they continue to show it defensively.
2: No, they do defensively. They, you know, they'll do some different things or sometimes in a 30 front, three man front, but other times they're just primarily in a 42. And they play and they bring pressure. They love to bring pressure on third down. Um, And they, you know, it's, it's not a real sophisticated scheme. It's just basic because they do like a lot of us have guys going two ways and they have great, they have great team defensive speed as well, as well as, you know, just like we do. So they create a lot of problems as far as uh, matchups, and you know if they do make mistakes, speed makes up for it, and they and they fly around, they get to the ball. So I expect this thing to be fast and physical and and very hard hitting.
1: It's one of those games that it, it could be a lot of points, or it could be um, very very low scoring. Which way would you see it?
2: It could, yeah, it could be. I mean, you know, you got two defenses that consistently. Keep people out of the end zone and not giving up a lot of points. And I know that you know he gave up twenty some to Glacier and uh, what six to Helena High, maybe. And so that was pretty impressive. I just watched that over the weekend. But uh, I'm hoping it's l- low scoring on their end and high scoring on ours. Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, that's a that's a good way that's to phrase my- it. Hopeful prediction. I like it. I like that. Um, man, AA is coming down to the wire. we got two weekends left. Is this shaping up how you thought it was going to going into the year?
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, I kind of thought that. I didn't really pay much attention to the East, but I thought, our, you know, we kind of flew under the radar, I think. Uh, people didn't expect a lot from us, but that's fine. Um, and I, I figured I was hoping to be – Six and one going into Sentinel. That was our goal as a staff and things we talked about. Uh, so the glacier. I hope the glacier one doesn't come back to bite us. But uh, we can't worry about that now. We got to worry about this week. And one thing I talked to the kids all week about is that uh, I'm going to continue to talk to them about is that we've put ourselves in a situation that we can control. We're not hoping that so Butte loses and Hellgate loses and whatever whatever's going to happen in the Double A. We can we control our own fate, and, you know. If we want to go down there and beat Sentinel, then that's on that's on us. And if we want to be number one in the conference, that's on us. I mean, we have we've created that opportunity for ourselves, so we need to take advantage of it.
1: Absolutely, as we talked with Kyle a couple final ones for you. But when you look at the double A, and I know you're not playing into rankings, but you look at the rankings, four of the top five all come from the West, Um, and then when you look at the non-conference games from early in the year, the West kind of dominated a little bit aside from a Billings West, Um, although they lost to Sentinel, but this is a very powerful conference on the western side of the state, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you think about who you have in the future, I mean, it doesn't get any easier for us you know when we go to Helena High or we have Helena High next week, but You know, our goal is, like we said, we want to be able to get in the semifinals and get in the state championship game, and those are some goals that the kids talked about. And, you know, we got to play them all if we want to get there. So, you know, just one week to the next, you got to stay focused on on this week, and then after the game's over, you can start to worry about the next. But, uh, yeah, we're full tilt on Missoula Sentinel.
1: Did you look ahead at – look not ahead. Did you look at all the Big Sky and Frontier stuff from the past weekend? It was a pretty good weekend in in the state of Montana.
2: Yeah, I saw a little bit of that, um, paying attention to a l- little bit what the Cats did and the uh, Grizzlies, you know. But, yeah, and I you know, Purcell had some success here uh, this, this past weekend, and I played with Ryan Norris, so I always keep track of uh, what he's got going over there, and um, those guys are kind of coming through the schools this week, and they must have a bye this weekend, yeah, I'm they, assuming yeah. that's what's going on yep. in the frontier. Yep. Yeah, so Western's coming through this week, Carroll will come through this week, and some of the other frontiers will come through, so. When I when I started getting texts early this morning on what can I talk to so and so and so and so on Thursday, I figured something was going on in the frontier this week <laughs> or nothing going on.
1: Yeah, nothing is going on. Um, when you when you get those texts, um, how, take me through this process with, with real quick with the recruiting of, uh, of kids. What what happens on a typical meeting?
2: Well, what you know, usually the. Recruiting for this fall started back in, in the spring. Mm-hmm. They always want to, you know, get some kids on their radar and get get their contact information, and then they reach out to them. And so it's quite a process. I mean, they'll they'll talk to them weekly. They'll talk to them, text message. They'll give them phone calls. And it's obviously what they need, or if the kid fits into their program, or they are gonna? I don't want to say give them time. But no, yeah, they'll come and they'll talk, and you know, with the NC2A, there's different rules. The NAI, not so much, but they they'll just want to come and talk and sit in the conference room or in my room at the Capitol High, and they'll sit in there with the guys and they'll talk about you know just anything, you know, the life, grades, girlfriends. They you know the big thing is they're just building bonds with those kids, and you know they're and they're genuine about it. I mean they're you know that's what they do for a living, and their job depends on it, so. Yeah, they'll be through this week. And you know, one thing that the biggest thing that a recruiter always asks for an assistant coach or head coach is they always want to know what type of kid is he, and how is he in the classroom. And then if you, you know, and I'm honest with them, I know other coaches are honest with them, and I say, you know, he's he's probably not good in the classroom. They're probably wasting your time. And they and then they'll they won't even talk with the kid because they, the less headaches they have at the next level is good for them. Right.
1: No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, It is National Gumbo Day today. Do you like gumbo?
2: Gumbo, you know, uh, my uh, parents lived in New Orleans for two years. My brother was born in New Orleans. Oh. Uh, They uh, ate a lot more gumbo than I. Uh, You know, I've only had that gumbo over at the, the place on Zydeco. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good over there with the sausage and the shrimp and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say I'm a fan of gumbo. Okay. Well, you can go over there. You know, Cafe Zydeco is a sponsor of the Jason Walker
1: Show. So. Nice. Th- there you go. You can, that
2: kind of helped get a little plug-in for him there, didn't it? Well, as
1: long as someone's listening, uh, you know. We'll, we'll see. Hey, uh, congrats, Coach. I know you're a busy dude. Uh, i let you roll, but uh, congratulations and on the win and on the season so far. We'll talk uh, next week after you beat Sentinel and uh, get ready All for Helena right.
2: hell and a high. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Kyle Mahel is joining us. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. And Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena. Coming right back, we'll, uh, are your auto contest performance of the week, Montana Rodeo Roundup, and much more still to come. Jason Walker Show. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoconceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Autoconcepts, the auto
0: enhancement professionals. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I, didn't, well, I won, but I tied for the win and I lost on the tiebreak. Our uh, pick'em poll that I do with some buddies, thirteen and three over the weekend in the NFL. I had a great week, nine and one in my uh, high school and uh, college picks, and then thirteen and three in the NFL. So uh, I, that's that's pretty good. I'll take I'll take that. Uh, Frontier Conference uh, announced its uh, preseason basketball coaches polls and. We'll uh, give them to you now. The Carroll men and women each uh, picked to win the league, each with five first-place votes. Uh, On the men's side, Carroll followed by Tech, Providence with one first-place vote in third, and then Northern, Montana Western, and Rocky. On the women's side, Carroll followed by Montana Western, which received a first-place vote, and Providence, and then Northern, Rocky, and Tech finishing out on the women's side. And the preseason teams, Emily Maldonado of Providence, she's been so good, picked to be the preseason player of the year. Your all-conference team preseason women, Christine Denny Carroll, Danny Wagner Carroll, Jamie Pickens Carroll, Brindley Fitzgerald Western, Parker Esri, Providence. Uh, men's basketball preseason player of the year voted on by the coaches, Carroll's Jovan Slavancinian, uh, preseason all-conference team, Carroll Shamrock-Campbell. Sindhu Dialu of Tech along with Taylor England of Tech, Maceo McCadney of Northern, and Marcus Stevens of Providence. So basketball season starts next week for the, uh, <laughs> the Frontier. Man. Uh, might have some news shortly on one school in the Frontier. Okay? That's called the T's. All right, your auto contest performance of the week. It's, uh, there are some great ones. We thought about going with somebody in the college front because there was some really good stuff there. But we gotta, we got we to gotta break this down. It's his first time. Dude's starting for the first time this year. And, uh, I mean, we could have gone with Jarrett Wilson. We could have gotten Caden Hewitt. We could have gone with a lot. But Joey Michelotti of Capital, he's been leading this team quietly under the radar good. Three touchdown passes. He ran for another Bruins hammered Hellgate 48 6 last week. Michelotti with uh, touchdown passes to Dylan Graham, Eric Cockhill, and Tom Carter. And then he ran for a 35 yarder. So Joey Michelotti of Capital is our auto concepts performance of the week. Speaking of auto concepts, get in there. Lift kits. I was just in there today. You need to get in your remote starters get them now okay get them ordered now and get them because i mean look we, it was cold yesterday and a little chilly today so it's supposed to be back up in the 60s next week though all right let's do our montana rodeo roundup it is presented by mark laro photography mark is uh got calendars coming soon so get a hold of mark get your calendars ordered for the upcoming year for 2022 and uh, also, uh, he's going to be at the uh, national or northern rodeo finals up in Kalispell. So, go online marklaroefotography and uh, think about Christmas presents too. Okay, canvases, pictures make great Christmas presents for yourself or friends or loved ones. Uh, marklaroefotography dot All right, the PBR announced today it's coming back to Billings. It'll be the twenty seventh. Straight year, the longest running active event, the longest running event period for the PBR. So the Unleash the Beast Tour will be uh, uh, at Metra in April. And it is slated to be April 29th through May 1st. Jose Vitor Leme, the world champ, has won the last two Billings performances. And it will be the last uh, stop on the Unleash the Beast regular season tour before the finals. May 13th through the 22nd next year at Fort Worth. So uh, the Unleashed Beast season starts New Year's Day in Indianapolis, and then we'll head to Madison Square Garden the following week. And it'll be the 15th time the PBR has been to uh, to there, to Metro. No, 27th to Metro, 15th to Madison Square Garden. Okay, there you go. So the PBR. Got it? Billings in April 29th through May 1st. It'll be fun. Um, All right. So that's your uh, real brief Montana Rodeo Roundup. Next week, we're talking Northern Rodeo Finals and then the following week, too, because uh, at the end of the month up in Kalispell Majestic Valley Arena. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Lane Frost was born on this date, 1963. The bull rider, La Junta, Colorado. Of course, he was uh, killed in 1989, at the age of 26, in Cheyenne. On this date, uh, brought to you by Mountain Nutrition, 3222 Centennial Drive. And I can't remember the name of the shake or the uh, tea for the special tomorrow, but here's what you do you go in, you see Abby, and you order uh, the Yellowstone plus lemon. Okay, the Yellowstone plus lemon. That is the Jason Walker Show drink, at least right now. The Yellowstone tea plus lemon is the Jason Walker Show. Get it. I love it. It's so good. And it's not just because I named it after me, but it's because it's really good. Uh, the the uh, You get a metabolism booster, 21 vitamins and minerals in your teas. You also get 21 vitamins and minerals in your shakes. And my wife has fallen in love with the cinnamon donut shake. It literally tastes like a cinnamon donut. Or cinnamon roll. It's pretty good. She doesn't know it, but I took a sip of yesterday. So uh, my, my go-to right now, the chocolate peanut butter. But, well, I was talking to Shari at Auto Concepts, and they like the, the rum cake shake uh, over there at uh, Mountain Nutrition as well. So get in there, Mountain Nutrition, 3222 Centennial Drive. If you check in on Facebook or Instagram, you get a dollar off as well. And just tell them you want to try the Jason Walker Show tea or you heard it on the Jason Walker Show. Today is uh, October the 12th, National Savings Day. It is uh, Free Thought Day, Gumbo Day, and National Farmers Day. Every day should be National Farmers Day. Uh, 1853, John Morrissey would win the boxing title. Yankee Sullivan would leave the ring after the 36th round to go beat up on Morrissey's fans. In 1907, Chicago Cubs beat Detroit for uh, the first Cubs' first World Series championship. 1916, Boston Red Sox win the 13th World Series. 1967, St. Louis Cardinals beat the Red Sox in the 64th. 1968, what is that, the uh, 19th Summer Games, I think? It can't do Roman numerals, but it opened in Mexico City. 1979, Chris Ford of Boston hit the first three-pointer in the NBA in the first quarter of a win versus Houston. It was also the debut of one Larry Bird. 1979, also on this date, Magic Johnson made his debut for the L.A. Lakers in a win over the San Diego Clippers. 1989, infamous trade, Dallas running back Herschel Walker traded from the Cowboys to the Vikings. Five players, six future draft picks that included guys by the name of Emmett Smith, Russell Maryland, uh, Darren Woodson, and others. Happy birthday to Nancy Kerrigan. Why me? She was born on this date in 1969. I wonder if she if she was born when she said that. 1977, Bodie Miller was born, Olympic Golder, 2010, Big Sky Montana resident. 1969, Sonja Henny passed away, the Norwegian figure skater, won Olympic gold in 28, 32, and 36. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain died on this date in 1999. They say congestive heart failure at the age of 63, the 13-time All-Star. Slept with uh, over 20,000 women, he claims. Uh, Bill Shoemaker died on this date in 2003, the Hall of Fame jockey. 8,833 career victories. We know those numbers, Wilt, are are legit. Uh, Let's see, 1492, Columbus uh, Expedition makes landfall. On a Caribbean island that he named San Salvador, they likely think it was Watling Island, the Bahamas. And on this date in 1892, the U.S. Pledge of Allegiance was first recited in public schools. So there you go. A little history brought to you by Mountain Nutrition. Follow them on Facebook, MTN Nutrition. Instagram, MTN Nutrition MT. Check in, log in, get a dollar off. Tell them you heard it on the Jason Walker Show. Stop in and get a, a tea. Yellowstone plus lemon. Remember that. Yellowstone plus lemon. That's the Jason Walker Show Tea. Love it. All right, let's do this.
0: We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off.
1: The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky, and oh my, uh, it's gumbo day. So, what a better day to stop in. To, today, to Cafe Zydeca, open till 8 p.m. tonight. You can uh, get gumbo if you want. If you're not a fan of gumbo, and it's National Gumbo Day, then you can get well. You can get a PB and J, but nobody wants that. That's for the kids. Uh, Cafe Zydeco on Euclid, Cubano wrap, black and tuna po' boy, catfish po' boy. You've got all sorts of po' boys. Unbelievable. The Reuben, Philly cheese, hot turkey, gutbuster, jambalaya, crawfish pie. Ugh, stir fry, catfish. But it is National Gumbo Day today, so go to Cafe Zydeco tonight for dinner and get some gumbo. Or get it and then use it, get it for lunch tomorrow. Get it tonight, eat some, and then get it for lunch tomorrow. See, we're not, We just help out here. We just try to make dreams come true here on the Jason Walker Show. That's that's really what we're all about, is helping you. Okay, uh, Let's see. Oh, it is, uh, there's one birthday that we have to celebrate as well. Uh, because on this date, back on October the 12th, um, 1937, my grandma Donna was born in Watford City, North Dakota. That is my grandma Donna, my grandpa Bob. But uh, grandma was born on this date in 1937, Watford City, North Dakota. Um, what did she have 13? Well, 12 brothers and sisters, but there was 13, I think. and my grandpa had eleven or vice versa. It's North Dakota. There wasn't much to do except rodeo and farm and ranch and have babies. So happy birthday, grandma. You're missed every day. 21 years later. We still miss you and grandpa too. but she was five foot nothing. And scared the hell out of everybody. <laughs> but a great dancer, taught me how to dance, and uh, we would used to go to uh, karaoke over in Clyde Park. And we'd karaoke, we'd dance and have fun, and then we'd go back to the house where I stayed in with my grandma, and we'd make breakfast and just have fun. Grandma was awesome. So happy birthday to my grandma, born on this date, 1937. Uh, All right, how's that? Pretty good show today. Tom Hellish, thank you. Sue, appreciate you tuning in as well, all the time. Uh, tomorrow, we'll talk to Scott Evans, Helen High Coach. Alex Eshelman will join us. That's what she said. Get her thoughts on the Cats and the Grizz as we head into the weekend. Um, Dan Oliver will join us, Central Football Coach, on Thursday. Thanks to Kyle Hellish today, as I mentioned. Thanks to you for listening. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com if you missed anything, anytime. We're always here for you. And if you ever need to talk, reach out. Jason Walker Show is presented by Capital Collision Center. Happy birthday, Grandma. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 o'clock, right here. Same time, same place. Love you.
0: See you tomorrow.